Welcome to podcast 2187. Enjoy the show. And don't forget to submit your blaster for inspection. Welcome to podcast 2187 and we're back with Mark, Jared, and me. And I think sometime before the end of the year we'll have Andrea again, <laughs> I think. But for now, it is three of us. So how are you both doing tonight? Doing good. Pretty good. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not as convinced by Mark's doing fine, doing good. But, you know, we'll go with it, right? Well, I'm walking around on it now for the first time. And it stings a little bit. Oh, I, just for anyone listening, I, I happen to step on a decent-sized piece of glass uh, right before we recorded. So uh, my wife fixed me up. So, and now I'm just testing it. If we hear Mark uh, give out shrieks of pain, we'll understand why. I don't give out shrieks of pain. You don't? I'm, I'm a man, damn it. <laughs> I've, been through, believe, I've been through labor with, with my wife. And I didn't, I didn't, I didn't scream at all. <laughs> I, I, feel like I, uh, I feel like I could scream a shriek of pain and still be a man. <laughs> but uh but i i'm glad that we won't necessarily hear that just hopefully hopefully <laughs> you won't feel that much pain that'd be yeah. ideal yeah that that is true that's the ultimate you know, I, I i think honestly with the pain it's uh it's uh it's the shock probably that scares you more or makes you scream more than anything yeah i i know that like there have been times where i've been extremely like I, I get more irritable than i do like shrieking in pain like, i get super super been out of shape and and rude like or short with people. I I once when I taught um, kindergarten had a old rusty like defective uh, paper cutter. You guys remember those like almost guillotine esque paper cutters? Yeah. And it fell on my left index finger and sliced right into like all the way through the the nail and into the nail bed. Jeez. And like the, the doctor said, like oh if it hadn't been slowed down by the nail bed, it would have sliced right through your bone. Like you would have oh, lost man. the. Like, you would have lost the tip of that thing. And it's in the spring had been rusted. So I was trying to get it to go, and it wouldn't go. So then while it was still suspended, I was adjusting the paper, and then it just fell right on it, and it was awful. But, like, this this feels like, hey, it, it feels like uh, one of the deaths or the things that happened in Final Destination. No, it totally could have been <laughs> if my head had been there instead. Like, oh if, somebody, if somebody filmed it and just put some ominous music to it, it's like, we know what's going to happen. We know what's going to happen. <laughs> He's gonna die, or he's gonna lose a finger, and then you wouldn't lose anything, and be like, "Damn!" But I, I, it would not be, it'd be disappointing. No, but yeah. I wrapped it up, and I walked to like the nurse, and I'm like, uh, "The paper cutter fell on my finger, and I think I'm gonna, gonna call the emergency." And she, she's like, "What's going on?" And like she looked, and like I'd wrapped it like a bunch of times in like uh, first aid like gauze, but it had just bled through. Like the whole thing was just like covered in blood. And she's just like, "What is going on?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I gotta go." Like, <laughs> But like- the same thing happened when I uh, fell and kind of impaled my arm on a chain link fence when oh. I was helping clean my brother and my sister-in-law's old, uh, their, their uh, what do you call it, like a gazebo in their backyard. And I was cleaning the roof of it and fell off uh, oh, and kind of impaled my arm just a little bit on a chain link fence. And my sister-in-law was like, are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm not okay. <laughs> like, I just fell on a fence like, I, I, but, but I, was, I was more rude than i should have been but i remember Do we like, have like listener discretion advised or something at the beginning of this episode <laughs> i mean we should right at this point yeah I'm trying to think the, not for the squeamish 
you can go through all the all the bones I've broken. I've broken my index finger, my both my big toes, and my skull I cracked open in my car accident. So those are my bone breaks. All right, Jared. So <laughs> That's Jared's so, bone break corner. Yeah, I'm not even I'm not even doing a Jaws uh you know scene with you. I'm I'm not going over my ailments. We'll just you win. There you go. Anytime you break your skull, it's like, all right, that's good. No, I, I, when I was a little kid, like my brother Andrew kept breaking his collarbone and his arm and his leg and his foot. And I'm like, man, he's so, he like, he has all these good stories and I've, I've never broken anything. And then he broke my finger and I'm like, that's not great. I didn't even break it. He broke it and it's just my finger. But then the skull one's pretty good. Like, like, I don't know. It's just a good, it, 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 it was a traumatizing experience. Like lit- literally, like I have PTSD from it, but at the same time, it's 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 a good storytelling opportunity like like okay i got one jared i got one i've broken my pinky toe probably the same one four times oh no and it's to the point that if you if you if you get on the ground and you look at it it doesn't even touch the ground it's just like it's just just growing yeah it's growing back so weird that it's just oh that's rough that is rough. That that's one of my one of my toenails is like that from when I broke it, like, like one of my big toenails. It's all wonky. You know, that's the one thing that I didn't really expect as I got older that your toenails would get weirder and weirder. <laughs> Man, I know I know Andrea agrees. If she were on this episode or would listen to episodes she was or wasn't on, uh, she would agree that feet are gross. I've heard her say it, and they are. Like I'm not like a gr- anti foot, but like. They are pretty gross. Well, I remember seeing my grandpa's toes when I was a kid, and I was like, "Oh, he's got he's got some gross toenails." And they they call them like hawk toes, or I forget what they were. Oh, that's uh, awesome! Like talons. Yeah, there was a there was a term for it. They they like they start they start to to bevel and turn and and warp, and they uh, they turn yellow. And I was like, "What are those?" He's like, "Those are hawk toes." And I was like, oh, "All right." And now as I get older, it's like, well, I got one that's, it's not yellow, but it's starting to bevel. Yeah, I, 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 I know like, what, what this what man, this? I know what this man has gone through. <laughs> yeah, but, it's like, I, I thought I'd never be in that position. I guess it's genetics. Also, oh. uh, my brothers and I, and I think my father as well, we can't use uh, fingernail clippers. We break them. They break on our nails. We have to use toenail clippers on everything, and we've broken re- re- regular toenail clippers on our toes. Like what they, the like, hell? It's, <laughs> it's cu- uh, no, I feel like it's our superpower, and we have really strong teeth. Like we have no cavities as adults. And yeah, but like, you're you're a superhero in the Sh- uh, Shyamalan universe. They are, but we have like the worst power. It's like we have super yeah. teeth and super super nails and super nails, and, and it's like yeah, well. I've broken every bone in my body, and like, well, both of you, both of us suck, I guess. This guy over here, he's super strong, and this guy's got multiple personalities. No, I could be Glass's sidekick. I could be Keratin <laughs> Man or whatever. <laughs> I got all this keratin. Yeah, here. I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> and that, and that, uh, that scene from the trailer where they're all being like uh, interviewed by a, psych- a psychiatrist. It's like, yeah, no, I just have really long nails. Like, it's hard to cut. <laughs> We'll just Photoshop you into the middle of that. We'll just what? We'll Photoshop you into the middle of that scene. I like that. I'm sorry for the distraction. My apologies. (laughs) It wouldn't be our show if we didn't distract for the first five or ten minutes. That's true. What are we talking about tonight? I'm like, distract from what, really? Um, I mean, there is some stuff, but nothing really. 
I got a good Star Wars story. Yeah. That's what we talk about, right? Star Wars. That's how we know each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I guess the first thing just to kind of mention is that um, there is a, I don't remember a lot of the details, but basically there's a set photo or what is assumed to be a set photo out there now. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like really nothing. It's, I mean, <laughs> it's uh, presumptively it's in Pinewood Studios. It's green screens and lighting and some structures that mean nothing at this point. And there's some sort of thing on the ground. I've seen a lot of people uh, wishful thinking that it's going to be some sort of like Prime Jedi logo, like what was in the um, the little water thing on Octo, right? Um, other than. Uh, other than that, it just looks like a set photo for a movie, and it's, like, cool and all, but there's not really a whole lot to take from it. But it's just, like, the only Star Wars thing to happen recently. <laughs> so it's what we have to mention. Uh, I mean, did did either of you see it and have anything strike you, or is it just normal? You know, with most of the stuff, I don't even know what I'm looking at. I've not seen it. I'm going to look it up right now. Can you hear me? I can. can you... Oh, man. No, I was going to keep quiet. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to mess with Mark. I love no, Mark. Because well, he he's okay, cut so off the like, past couple times. So, so. For, the first, for the first day of shooting, right? Uh, that, that first day of shooting uh, picture that J.J. Abrams took? Yeah. It, it took me a while to realize that there was people in that picture. <laughs> Someone's like, oh, Ray has a braid. And I was like, huh. I don't even see any people in this shot. What are you talking about? <laughs> and, I, and I'm looking, I'm like, oh, there's Chewbacca. Oh, there's Finn. I don't know how you get a brain, but I actually see people. <laughs> so I assume most of this stuff is like is like those uh, what a stereo a stereoscopic. What are they called? You, you stare at that picture and then you get to see the sailboat or whatever. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think most of the stuff is like that. Like if you if you stare at something long enough, you'll find something in it. it doesn't necessarily mean it's there, but oh, I think I see the, what they it, mean about the braid. I think send me a link to that one, Tim. I can't find it anyway. The which one? Uh, the one you're talking about. The, not not the first one, but the second one. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I was uh, the the braid I was mentioning was um. I don't know if that's what it is or not, but I, I think what they're talking about, I see, and that's in the uh, JJ one. Um, let me let me find that. I, I don't have it offhand, but I'll find it and uh, send it to you. Cool. You guys ever had a beer and the first taste, you're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and then the the deeper you get, you're like, okay, well, maybe it's not bad. <laughs> but, but then you don't know if it's just because beer generally kind of tastes Weird, anyways. On our weird aside uh, segment, that will it complete? You know, it always happens through most of our most of our episodes, like most of each one of most of them. Uh, I know Mark and I are watching Castle Rock. I don't know if Tim is. No. It's so good, Tim. Do you like Stephen King stuff? Sometimes. Well, that's all it takes. Like, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, no. I'm watching it with uh, my girlfriend who's like, I don't really know a whole lot about Stephen King stuff, but so far she's like been like, oh, that's a Christine reference. Oh, that's from Cujo. And I'm like, yeah, no, those are all, you're dead, dead, totally dead on. The only one that she's not familiar with is Shawshank, and that's uh, one of the, uh, yeah. what do you call it? 
I am familiar uh, that's with one that of the one. Main, that's, and that's one of the main ones from this season because uh-huh. Castle Rock is takes is the setting of like four of his novels, including the story of the the Shawshank Redemption. So, which I, the original story is uh, what do you call it? Rita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption. Hey, seriously, hold on. If I die from this, if I die, no, oh, don't do it, that. It was the beer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we have we have audio evidence. What's the name of the beer? Who do we oh. who do we sue? It's San Miguel. Okay, San Miguel beer killed Mark. Hashtag. Yeah, because I'm I, and, and I'm halfway through it, and I'm like, is there what's wrong with this beer? I feel bad when I buy something because I'm like, it can't be horrible. It can't be spoiled. Maybe it can. I, <laughs> I, I really don't. I, I really don't want you to go. The other day, I ate the last bit of a sandwich that was like a club sandwich with avocado, and I let it sit out in the heat. Like here for like maybe two and a half hours, which is like the last quarter of one. I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna risk it." <laughs> so I did, and like I immediately regretted it. But I'm okay. That 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 had like a uh, what do you call it? like a pesto mayo on it or whatever. Like that sounds I'm, good. I probably should have died, but 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 I lived. I lived. Luckily, it wasn't tuna yeah, or something. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, I would not risk tuna. I don't know, Jared. I'm, I'm drinking. Uh, I'm drinking. San- Wait, is that- See, this is this is a Filipino beer, right? But this one just so happens to be Hong Kong. Beer? No. <laughs> tuna beer. I'm I'm going to come out at a hard against. I'm going to be well, like, I, I do not approve of tuna beer. Everything else, I do. It's Filipino beer made in Hong Kong. I don't okay. understand it, but I'm drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to give it a go anyway. Yeah. So I've had it before. It was fine. But you know, Jared, like like. You know, we do stupid things sometimes. You ate the, your end of your warm sandwich and... No, I did. I just, like, I immediately related to it when you said that. I'm like, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, Ca- Castle Rock, Tim, is really good. Back to what Jared was talking about real quick. Uh, I don't know if I enjoy this model uh, of streaming. I, I think with uh, with Disney, you know, we can tie it all into Disney and their service and all that. I think it's what we're going to get. You're going to get less and less stuff all at once and more and more reasons for them to keep you, you know, spending a monthly uh, subscription. Because I intended completely to uh, to quit Hulu once I caught up on Fear the Walking Dead. Yes. And then Castle Rock came and I was like, oh, all right, well, I'll cancel before before the month. And then I look at my my debit card and I'm like, oh damn, I guess I missed it. And I probably I'll miss it again. I can <laughs> tell you right now. And and I think that's just the way you know they they dole out this show like once. They give you two. Was it two right off the bat? They give you two or three episodes right off the bat, and then they give you one a week. Uh-huh. So they give you enough crack to hook you, <laughs> and then they keep you coming back for more. So I think it's yeah. probably the way things will be done or maybe 50 50 i don't know okay any thoughts no i, no. I mean i, I mean, do you think they're gonna drop all the episodes of you know favreau star wars on the streaming service or they're gonna give you maybe a uh you know a pilot or a premiere episode of two hours long and then they're gonna give you one a week i mean i, I, mean, I can I, see that being the way i've thought about it and with clone wars too you know i've thought about it i don't know what they're going to do. Cause I could see them sticking with, cause there's a reason Netflix is as popular as it is with the whole binging 
like, I don't want to say culture, but like the way it's worked out. Um, at the same time, I get your point too about keep, but you know, if people are going to, again, Netflix has turned out okay. So I don't know if Disney's worried about keeping people interested between yeah, the Disney, Marvel Disney owns and, Hulu. And this is on Hulu. They, oh, they do? Oh, yeah. And and now after Fox is... Uh, oh, they, they own that. more of it. Before they owned the controlling interest, now they own like... Now they own a literal majority, I think. Before they owned yeah. the biggest the biggest piece, now they own more than half because they have the Fox interest. Because before yeah, it was a joint 60%. interest. Yeah. Uh, nope. I read I read that too that that was one that was one of the things one of the few things that seemed like a legitimate like not not a monopoly but leaning into the monopoly you know area because like because they do have a lot of power now you know yeah but all these all these companies that are with Hulu can they can take a buyout and start their own streaming service and you look at CBS and they clearly don't care you know or, or they're not they're not they have I don't think they're on Hulu really at all except for some of their older stuff. And even then, you know, it, it might be older Star Trek, the original series, or maybe some Twilight Zones. But other than that, they have everything on their own. And any, any company can do that. So I guess, would you guys say that right now Bob Iger is the most powerful man in Hollywood? Would you say that? <sighs> I thought he was going to step down a while ago. Well, I, I think he said that before, like in another two years, I will, and then I something know. happened. I don't want to say anything bad about him. I might... He might put out a hit on me or something. <laughs> be, he probably he probably sits in his he sits in his you know hot tub with, with a giant cigar and, and and bubbles and just orders you know deaths of careers and all that. <laughs> I don't I don't want to I don't want to speak ill of the man. I'd, I'd like to get something free from Star Wars once in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else seems to be on this uh, free bandwagon. I need to get me some of that. I like free stuff. I, I'm into pro free stuff. Star Wars is always the best, never wrong. Oh, that's one thing I did want to bring up. Something that someone was wrong about. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I was gonna. We might be talking about the same thing. I was gonna mention now uh, some conversation that's been going on recently surrounding the resistance marketing. Yes, this, okay. is, this is something that we talked about right before Mark joined us. Right. So if you want to take it over, go ahead. Well, there's some folks. Like, if you guys remember, we were one of the few people who stayed strong, not saying that they were going to change the release date of Solo or whatever, but just still baffled by some of their marketing and product uh, placement practices, not just in relation to how Star Wars operates, you know, has so far, but there's the way blockbuster films do. And uh, we, were all, we, we were, I think, somewhat vindicated, because <laughs> even though everyone else is like, Star Wars never makes any calls that are ever wrong... Like Solo really underperformed for them. They were not. It couldn't have been what they wanted. Like it might have been what they ended up expecting internally, even though it's not what they said they were expecting. But that might have been putting on a brave face. I don't know. I'm not. I don't pretend to know. But I'm not saying we knew better than Disney. But I am saying that some fans said that they couldn't be questioned. And I literally saw something the other day on Twitter where it's someone who's a very nice fellow. Who I think is very smart and usually very critical and and able to be you know express their own opinion says. At first, I wonder, like, why isn't there any promotion for Resistance? And I think that's really weird. If it's supposed to be coming out this fall, there's only a few more months left of the fall, and we haven't heard anything or seen any preview. And by now, they'd already screened Rebels and had trailers of the shorts, and people had been introduced to the characters, and we had an idea of what Rebels was about. And we have no no real idea of in this, like, grainy picture from some international convention thing that, they, that most people don't even know about. And, you know, there's very little information. And But then I think... 
you know, Lucasfilm and Disney and Star Wars have never been wrong about this marketing thing. They always have been right, and every, it's always worked out really great for them. And like that's the conclusion of the thought. And Somebody like, wrote that. Yeah, it's just like, the, but that it, it just happened. Like they just, we just saw that they dropped the ball. And <laughs> they, overall, they're absolutely right. Over like Rebels was a success for them. I mean, to some degree, although in terms of merchandising, I feel like they shot themselves in the foot a little bit on that. Like this didn't have as much of it as they could have. But overall, Disney's been a huge, you know, had a huge financial gain from their Star Wars purchase, and they've dealt with stuff really well. The movies have done really well, except for Solo. But we can't ignore the fact that it didn't do as well. The, the, the drop-off was precipitous by comparison. Like people complain about the Ant-Man drop-off, like, oh, well, it didn't make as much. But like now I think maybe it has. If it hasn't, it's close. Like The difference is not as great a percentage as the drop-off, but not just between Solo and Last Jedi, but from between Solo and Rogue One. And it's not a big deal. I'm not trying to be down on Solo's performance. I'm not an analyst, you know, but overall, like we have to be able to admit that they aren't perfect because they're not. They're just not like that's all no i you know i agree with you 100 percent, and i also think uh i don't understand why everyone's so worried about resistance it, it's, it's television is this it's to television come out in like a month or two no who know when 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 is it when's it released october i just, i think i'd heard fall but that's i think all i heard no there's an actual date is it september i didn't know that there was an actual date i thought there was I believe you. I just thought I just thought that I just said fall too, but maybe they did say September. September is so soon. Well, fall's technically November, isn't it? Yeah, it would be through November. We'll yeah, through so November, so yeah. This, and the thing is, is that from from what from what I read or, or somebody said to me is that uh, um, it's actually going to be on Disney Channel this time, not Disney XD, which automatically goes into more homes, correct? And and for most of these people, you know, they're just going to advertise to their own channels. They're going to put it on a couple kids' magazines here and there or whatever. And it's not it's not the same type of situation where your opening weekend makes or breaks, uh, you know, a movie. This is, you know, you have people who could who can record it or watch it, you know, another time during the week, or it's not the same thing. And so us not getting a, a trailer or anything right now. I don't think it's a big deal at all. I just think that we're, as fans, we're generally impatient. I just looked it up, and it it apparently is expected to be premiering in October. Yeah, there you go. It's August. Two months. Yeah, I don't think it's, like, preposterous. I'm not, like, crazy worried. But but just the instinct to dismiss it felt silly. That's all. Like, to dismiss the idea of uh, criticizing it. But like you I said, do, you, I, you agreed with that part. So. Well, yeah, I, I do think it's odd that we have a uh, we had a trailer for Clone Wars next year before we had a trailer for Resistance, but I think that has more to more to do with the anniversary in San Diego Comic Con than anything else. And again, I, I'm surprised they didn't show anything uh, at San Diego Comic Con for Resistance. You know, maybe I'm maybe I'm all way wrong. Maybe maybe this is a horrible idea and, and it's all in trouble. <laughs> I definitely think it's a bit of a leap to be worried that it's all in trouble. You know what I mean? I don't know. It's going to be what? What age is this uh, geared at? Uh, last is I heard, than rebels. Well, last I heard, it was kind of up for debate. Where some people were saying it was geared toward a significantly younger audience. Uh, some people said otherwise. So I don't know. Probably younger than rebels, but older than Lego. 
I wouldn't be surprised. I'll watch it. I mean, it's uh, it's supposed to be, you know, heavily inspired by Robotech, so I'm in. Somebody just had a can. I heard a can. <laughs> I knocked over a can, and I'm sorry, but I did. It's unforgivable. I know. Um, yeah, I uh, I can't see it being too inspired by Robotech and being, like, for, like, tiny kids. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think, though, just the idea of it, and it's toned down a little bit. Fair. There's not gonna, they're not going to show people burning alive like Robotech did. <laughs> I mean, if they, if they recreated the Lars Homestead, I mean. That's true. That is odd. Or even, uh, you know, in every, in every, pre, in every trilogy so far, we got some serious uh, effed up images. What's the you one know, we'll, so far in uh, the current one? Well, I'm thinking we're still going to get one. Oh, I see. So episode nine is the one with the messed up imagery, huh? It might be. <laughs> I mean, we don't know that it's not. I mean, what happened? Okay, here's the thing. Did anybody? I know what I know what you can infer, but what happened to Shmi exactly? Oh, 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 hey. <laughs> Bad stuff. That's it. Right. right. End of conversation. I don't need <laughs> nothing more. And, and As George said, that, that stuff's for 10-year-olds. Well, but, you know, look, you're going to watch. <sighs> Anyways, his, <laughs> he go, because of what happened to his mother, he decides to pretty much lay waste to the entire group of uh, Tuscan Raiders, including the women and the children. As he so eloquently put. Well, and as I've heard other people say, like, I think to some degree of reasonable uh, explanation, like, that's where they feel like Padme made a mistake, where she's just like, oh, it's cool. Like, that should have been like, that should have been like a sign that, like, something's really wrong with Anakin. It's like, <laughs> not, but no, no, not at all. Because, know, dude, like, like listen, I get what you're saying, but it's. Listen, if somebody did that to my mom, You'd kill their their wives and children too. Probably. I feel like have, that would have be. Have you excess. seen Taken? Have you seen Taken? <laughs> Listen, I stopped when I found out they weren't going to make my idea for the fourth one to Forkin, where it's T, where they spell Taken, but it's with a four, and it's T four K E N. It's to Forkin. They are making a, a new one though. It's Peppermint. <laughs> you see that? You see that? Uh, I think it's uh, Luke Besson's doing that one. Is it with, with him? No, it's uh, okay. Okay. it's uh, Jennifer Garner. Okay, I was gonna be like, cause, cause he, uh, he said he was done. after what was yeah after the which one was it? nonstop or whatever he's like I can't keep making these movies. He's like like they're fun, but he's he'll too old. No, I'm sure he back. will too. It would be awesome when it, if it's like in ten years if when he's like super old like Burgess Meredith and like grumpy or grumpy old men old and it's just like totally been out of shape, but he's still just like. Kicking butt for no reason. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> so I think Anakin was justified. Sorry. Oh man, I feel like that's super harsh. I don't feel like killing un- women and children who didn't participate is ever really justified. Uh, you know, hey, I didn't say I, <laughs> I, I didn't say I did it. I'm just saying I lo- I'm looking at the situation and and I can. Uh, I think a comedian said it like he's like, I wouldn't do it, but I can understand it. We, man, I mean, in the moment, I can I can fathom, I guess, where it's coming from, but I I still feel like it's relatively indefensible. Like, so what what would you have done, Jared, in that moment when you walk out? What, what, your mom just died. I don't know. I whatever don't know. Hap- 
I don't well, know how it would be with Anakin with the kind of power he has, the potential to have. You know, like like how that's got to affect him too. Like I can't I can't say I know. I just feel like uh, that's pretty rough stuff killing babies and ladies who had nothing to do with it. Like killing the people responsible and maybe that's part of it. Knowing his abilities, like if he could stop, if he could as rage filled as he would be and as emotional as he would be totally understandably, if he could fathom like, Hey, okay. I can use my powers <laughs> to figure out who did this. Well, like, who do you mean I, you I, did it? They're which, all there. But which if we we can intimate from the way he said, even the women and the children, that they weren't like taking turns doing stuff I don't want to think about. With uh, but, but but look in in his mind, it's like it's one of the situations to where you know uh, you allowed it to happen. Yeah, no, and I can see I can definitely see that to some extent. But I feel like I try to like if you're raised by a bunch of pacifistic monks, I feel like I would hope. That you'd have something in you that would be like, hey, I'm going to try to like figure out the better way to handle this rage. And not to say he wouldn't eviscerate those dudes who actually did it, but like the rest of them to just be like, to do it in front of them in a really weird, creepy, evil way because he's becoming Darth Vader. Like, I'm even open to that, like being necessary to the story, but just being like, I feel like that's not even my biggest problem with Anakin because I think he's just supposed to have fallen, you know, at some point. Whether or not that's justified, I feel like that's the very beginning for me. But I also feel like uh, my biggest flaw for him as a character is that he never goes back and f- frees the slaves on Tatooine. I think he should have done that. Maybe he did. I hope they tell that story. I hope they tell that story one day. That'd be yeah, fantastic. Maybe he killed everybody. <laughs> so but there's no more slaves because I killed them all. That'd be amazing. <laughs> not, not the slaves. He killed. He killed the slave what, owners what, and their what children. What did kill? What if he did kill all the slaves? He's just like, no, there's no more slaves. It's just like, like that's that's totally Anakin style. <laughs> oh yeah, you <laughs> guys can cat, live, buddy. but now you have no more slaves to uh, to to slave. So uh, there you go. I don't know. I, I'd be curious. I'd be curious what our what our listeners think. Uh, you know, maybe uh, maybe I'm a horrible person uh, for thinking. It, <laughs> I can see where he came from on it, but. You know. Well, my thing is, it's it, just to me, just to throw this in real quick. It's not really fair to assume that because, for all we know, what if they were the ones who were fighting against it, saying, "Hey, you guys suck. You shouldn't be doing this." Who? Oh. The theoretical women and children that he was. Sure. <laughs> I mean, how Theoret- do we know? Yeah. That wouldn't be fair. We don't. We don't know. Right. We don't know That's if they weren't standing the there going. Caution. We don't know if the children weren't standing there going, "Yeah, beat her up." Right, and we yeah, also don't. don't know if they were going, you guys suck, and we're going to take you to prison for doing this. I don't know. All I know is that he got in the camp. His mom died from injuries uh, sustained while in the camp. And Anakin came out, and there were some dogs there, whatever kind of dogs those were. And uh, there were some evil Tusken Raiders, and he just he lost it. He went to town. And while... You know, it's one of those situations where, in a court of law, he might go to jail. I think some people on the jury might acquit him. This has Maybe. gotten way more detailed than I think it was supposed to be. <laughs> like, interesting against like his it, mind. But, it, but, it, but here's the thing: it, it's an interesting idea. I mean, everyone is like, "Oh, there's not enough. There's not enough uh, uh, in Attack of the Clones, or there's not enough to see the fall of Vader." But here's something that that none of us can even agree on. I mean, some of us can go, "Okay." myself that i could see where he can't where he comes from especially if you killed his mother 
on some degree, I can understand, I can, I can I can understand how he'd lose it. But then the other side of it, the human side, is like, yeah, but he killed the kids. They're innocent. And so it's like one of those things to where it's a good argument or discussion to have. Because I feel like we don't know we don't know what those kids knew or what the other Tuscan Raiders knew. Like we don't we don't know the, the ins and outs of their culture. We can make all these assumptions, but 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 uh right and and, and, and let's be let's be real about it. The the amount of people who are in love with uh, with uh, space tyrants on uh, on Twitter uh, think Callus is hot and Thrawn's hot and young Anakin's hot. Oh, and there are people who love, uh, who, who love, uh, especially Revenge of the Sith, uh, Anakin. None of people love, none of the people love the uh, spiky hair braid look, but that's not his fault. Yeah. So the '70s rocker look is more effective. Plus, the barrel-chested shirtless thing doesn't hurt. So, for all those offended at my idea, who, you know, where I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe, you know, I can, I can understand it. Go, go look at our, our timeline. Who, I, I can't go after this person today. I love this person to death, <laughs> but one of the people that we all know said that uh, a person in Empire Strikes Back was attractive. One, one of the uh, one of the Imperials, and I was like, okay, come on, now we're just now we're just randomly picking everybody. <laughs> I don't understand why <laughs> understand why space Nazis are. <laughs> Are attractive. It makes zero sense. Why they're de rigueur right now? They're in. Yeah, it's like, like, it's like you know, who's super sexy right now. Space fascists. No, the craziest thing, like to bring up the all the stuff with EK Johnson. Like the craziest thing about it is the being sensitive about. Like someone was just like, it's not cool to talk about how they're based on Nazis. It's like, there's there's not a question. It's not, there's not a matter of interpretation or, you know, justification. Like, they're based on Nazis. Like, they look like Nazis. I was just watching Wayward Pine season two, and in season two, there's a big shift in the, in the sh- series, and the bad guys are literally dressed like Nazis. Like, there's, they're not subtle at all. <laughs> a la Star Wars, where it's not subtle. Like, how can you say the First Order aren't Nazi-inspired after seeing the speech that Hux gives? Like I'm sorry, that's you putting your fingers in your ear and not liking something, and that's fine. Yeah, I mean, you have a right to do that, but don't call me a jerk for pointing it out. I almost cursed and said one of the things I can't say. It's related to the word "ass," which I can't say, Tim. <laughs> but I held my tongue. Yeah, they, they may be ethnically uh, and gender diverse, but they're, they're still space Nazis. Yeah, they're still talking about like cleansing and stuff. Like you can't you can't use that kind of language, like. When you refer to your enemies as scum and crap that needs to be eradicated, like you're space Nazis, you dress yeah. like that, you do the you do the goose stepping, you're space Nazis. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. So so do we have space fascists and uh, <laughs> Schnapp Wexley, or, or is, is that the where we're at now, Jared? I'm, I'm okay with those two being uh, both used for that. I do love sure. the Schnapp Wexley. Where, where is has he been announced yet for uh, episode nine? I st- I don't think he has. But I think maybe Greg Grumberg. I think he might have like ragged about it. I don't have him muted, but I should. <laughs> it, he he'll it'll probably be announced on greggrunberg dot com. Uh, first off, so may, I think we should all make sure to f- set our sights there. Greggrunberg dot com. dot org. That's that's the uh, that's their their slogan. It's greggrunberg.com, the source for all your snap waxling news. 
and, and how do you uh, spell that? And big ass, what is it? Big ass spider. <laughs> <laughs> Which was actually a really fun movie with uh, with Greg Grunberg. So, big ass spider. Oh man, I think it's big ass spider. It's great. He play he plays a he plays a a, a, a pest uh, whatever. What is it called? Pest control. A, a bug killer who has to uh, go after a big ass spider. When I mean a big ass spider, I mean this spider's like King Kong <laughs> level, old school King Kong, not new not new King Kong. So I'm just going to break it right here and ask Jared if he wants to tell us about how his Saturday night went. Yeah, with Schnappwags. <laughs> I, I, he might have been there. Uh, there was a famous actor, or I mean, I knew who he was. <laughs> he's, not, he's not a. It's a, not what do you call it? A, a super famous guy, but a guy who's in stuff that people would recognize. Uh, you guys would uh, have any of you guys seen? Um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. No. Um, in it, there's a character who's. One of the main characters, uh, ex girlfriends, uh, uh, his son, his character's sons, uh, his ex, his like high school sweetheart has uh, a boy or has a has a brother named somebody Ponderosa, but the actor who played him was there with his kids, and I, th- I get a feeling that a lot of people in Hollywood were there with their kids. Uh, it was the second, I believe, showing of Empire Strikes Back in concert at the Hollywood Bowl. And I got a chance to go at the very last minute. Our friend uh, Steel from the Making Star Wars podcast network on uh, on Steel Wars and also on uh, podcasting quite frequently. He What's had his an extra real t- name. Have we gotten into that yet? I believe his real name is Steel Saunders. I think he just I has like a. I I want to see his driver's license. <laughs> Next time I see him, I'm going to ask him. I mean, I would expect it to be what it. Appears to in be. fact, in fact, hold on. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, tweet him from the podcast 287 account. Okay, well, go ahead, Jared. Well, uh, it was very, very fun. It was all outdoors, you know, in the giant, uh, you know, Hollywood Bowl, and we had the, I think, was the, the local Philharmonic playing the score there, and it was all timed. It was, you know, they had all the sound effects, but they didn't have any of the music, and it was really, really fun and cool, and. Uh, it was a lot. It was very interesting. A lot of the sound stuff, I think, I think was I said it more isolated and like pronounced because it didn't have the music attached to it, and the music wasn't like soft, but it just wasn't the same. It was you know it was mic and it was resonating and everything, but it wasn't the same as the the, the stuff coming from the soundtrack. So th- that separation made like Darth Vader's breathing really really specific, and like it sounded more emphatic especially at the end you know more than it did in previous viewings and it was it was a lot of fun um one of the most fun things about it for me is that there was like a baby that was like barely like not really making words like just babbling a boss and then baby. like yes a boss baby behind me and then next to that boss baby was the baby's brother who was like a, to- a toddler and they were just adorable and both of them talked the whole time you know, the baby babbling and the toddler asking the best questions. I tweeted some of them. They were just fantastic. It like cracked me up so bad. And there was one other observation that he had made that cracked me up really badly as well. But he'd said, uh, he, he, when Luke arrived on Besman, he asked his mom, he said, who is that? I said, Luke Skywalker. And he said, 
why is he still here? And then, because uh, everyone else was fleeing as it was happening. And then when the Falcon flees with everyone the first time, he says, is it over? And she says, not yet. And then right after Darth Vader says, I am your father, he says, he, re- he really is his father, isn't he? Or he really isn't his father, isn't he? And he like, was like trying to like negotiate with his parents. Like, that's not, that can't possibly be right. My favorite thing he said was over and over again, he kept saying, I think I see BB-8. <laughs> and, like, it, it, it cracked me up so bad. Like he was just waiting for BB-8. He's like, I came here for BB-8, and I'm, I keep waiting. <laughs> I keep being disappointed. <laughs> All right. Um, so just because, I mean, I already know the answer, but Mark, do you have any thoughts about this event? Hold on. I just tweeted at Steel. Give me a second. Now I got to get back to. Hold on, I'm I'm working. I'm I'm get everything done. <laughs> you honestly think you know my answer? I know you said. Well, I know you have a, an opinion. Yeah, but yeah. No, I, I want to see if Tim knows. Well, I, I mean, I like I haven't seen any clips from it or anything. So, well, here's the thing. One, Jared, God love you, man. You have you have the patience of a saint, and <laughs> the older you are, the the more patience you seem to have. <laughs> I, on the other hand, am getting to be more, um, is it curmudgeonly? Is that the word? Uh, um, that might be right. <laughs> probably. So the thing is, is that you're like, boy, one of the greatest things in the world were two kids talking through the, the whole movie. And for me, that just sounds like the dentist. Uh, like that's the last thing that I want to be a part of. And yeah, it's kids. They're, God bless them, they're wonderful. But at the same time, it's like, I'm not here to listen to you talk. I'm here to watch Empire Strikes Back with a live orchestra. I'm not here to watch all you people with lightsabers swing them around and fight with them (laughs) when I'm trying to listen to the music and watch a movie. So I get, like, I had a good friend who went, and he was telling me about it. He says it was almost like a rock concert in a way. And I respect that. I understand it. But at the same time, I'm like, boy, that's not what I'd want to go to see. I want to go to see a live orchestra to a, proje- to a projected movie. I don't want to, you know, have people talking throughout it or, or people, you know, uh, treating it more like, like it's an event to be at rather than it's at a movie. I, I, I think for the most part, movie rules still apply. Shut up. Watch the movie and be respectful. I mean, I, again, I haven't seen any clips or anything, but based off what you said, I can understand that. That's not an issue I have because when I go to see them, um, it's at a place. Are they where, all like that? Are they all like that? They, they're all um, well done. And uh, but do people talk throughout the whole thing? No. And, uh, well, yeah. You know where I so, see them, though. I mean, do you think? I mean, yeah, you see them in the, like halls, concert halls, and stuff, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. He, here in the outdoor thing, I think. Like in general, people didn't talk much. Everybody was everybody was quiet. It w- but it was different than a movie. You know, people had their phones out taking pictures, which wouldn't be happening much in a movie for the most part. Uh, and like, like people were trying to be quiet, but at the same time, like it was also like it was like a freaking baseball game. And literally at the end of the freaking movie, in Empire Strikes Back. Luke and, and Vader are facing off, and a group of people got up to leave so they'd beat traffic. Well, yeah, and, we were... and, and that's the other thing. One of the guys who, oh one my of, god, <laughs> one of the soundtrack producers, 
who I follow on Twitter was talking about how, just like in the movies, people get up when the credits roll. And it's like, That's but, so wrong. but wait, right. And especially for, for pretty much, you know, the end credits of any Star Wars movie is, is magic. Yeah. You know, so so number one, there's a live there's a live orchestra playing this, and you're like, okay, well, I'm out of here. People just pay people just paid orchestra at the Hollywood Bowl money to go see yeah. a, 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 a world class orchestra play that play one of their favorite uh, scores, and at the end of it, when they're doing the medley of the whole thing, you're like, peace out. It's like I don't I don't get I, it. Well, I, well, I think that part is Pavlovian. I think it's no, the people I, on, it's some, on some on some level. LA. Well. I think it's on some, some people, I think it is Pavlovian because it's a movie. Honestly, I think like I get that instinct. Like I wanted to stand up and go just by instinct. I think I stopped and I'm like, wait, what? I don't, I don't want to do that. Like, you know, like I, I get what you're saying, but I do think that on some level people, might, some people aren't just don't think at all, but I do think you're right. Part of it's LA and part of it's old people. There are a lot of old people there. Like, Someone was so uh, upset with my Stars Hollow, my Gilmore Girls Star Wars mashup shirt that's written in the Star Wars font, but it's the name of the town in Gilmore Girls, and it says Stars Hollow. And my, my niece and I have matching shirts. And I was wearing wearing mine, and this older lady, like, had to be in her 60s, like, says, whoa, what's that? What's that in reference to? And I said, oh, it's a Gilmore Girls, sh- Gilmore Girls shirt. And she's so offended that it wasn't just a straight Star Wars reference. What? Like... And I found that hilarious, like and awesome at the same time. Like she just, she was just there for Star Wars. She was the most offended by by kids talking and people walking in front. She was uh, exactly as curmudgeonly as you would have been, and uh, I appreciate that. Like it's not a bad thing. It's just the way way she was. Well, not not too long ago, I went and saw Star Wars in concert with uh, with uh, Jason and Amanda uh, Ward, and and I loved it. I thought it was great. That was at the the where was it the Honda Center uh, though where the it was an indoor arena and and yes. so that was like a rock concert but there still wasn't you know people talking and, and i don't know i when i when i've gone in, in, in when i've gone to the hollywood bowl and I, and I see john williams live i honestly get a little bit annoyed when people bring out the lightsabers i, I guess i'm old i don't know it's like w- watch the show i don't, I don't know maybe well and maybe, like maybe honestly this isn't for me anymore <coughs> i don't know about that but that it feels excessive, my friend. But <laughs> but I do like I'm weird because like I get it when they have the lightsaber duels, I get getting them out. But for like just moments that are big, for like oh it's the Imperial March, so we're all gonna like swing it, not really in unison with the rhythm or whatever. Right. Well, they like, like that. that huh? Or yeah, oh yeah. Or like when Boba Fett comes out the first time, I'm like. Those don't have anything to do with lightsabers. Like, like during the lightsaber duels, I get I get turning it on and being like into it. But like, but at the same time, like Steel, that was one of his favorite parts. Like he said, like the community aspect of it, everybody doing that was something he really enjoyed. Which I get. Like, I I totally get what you're saying. For me, I feel like that's not what I enjoyed as much as seeing kids loving going to Star Wars and like uh, a family we sat with on the shuttle going back to um, the Chinese theater stop. Uh, for the red line, uh, I, I, they had the two little kids, and this little girl like has to be by seven or eight, and she had had Leia buns that she really needed to get, like, she wanted to get taken out right after it was Dover, and she was just so happy, like feeling and looking at, and the reflection in the bu- back of the bus, uh, in the windows, her wavy pigtails, and she's just like, I have wavy pigtails, 
I have wavy pigtails. Like, this is amazing. She just kept, like, swinging her head back and forth. And then she undid her pigtails and looked in the mirror and was like, oh, my God. Like, can I have Leia buns while I sleep before the first day of school? Like, I want wavy hair. (laughs) It was just so adorable. But, like, it was her and her brother talking about it. And it was the first movie they'd seen that wasn't a cartoon outside of their house. And, like, it was this big, huge event. And I I totally get what you're saying. But, like, for me, that's definitely – that's one of the things that made it so fun was seeing those kids enjoy that stuff for the first time. Yeah, and for all these kids, these kids are going to have a magical experience that they're going to remember for the rest of their lives. And I don't begrudge them of that. I just know that upon reflection and seeing the video, I'm like, okay, good. I, I'm not sad that I missed it. I want to go with Tim wherever Tim goes, though. That sounds like the place to be. No, I want to. I want to go with with the two of you guys. But I want to go to one where uh, where nobody talks except for babies. Exclusively, babies are talking. <laughs> that that would be the Boss Baby uh, live to screen uh, orchestra. I'm sure that well, they are going to do Boss Baby too. <laughs> yeah, Mark, I am going to be seeing the live to screen original trilogy and Force Awakens. So, I hope they ruin it for you, Tim. It, while you it, sit here and smugly, where are you seeing it at? <laughs> the Kennedy Center. Oh well, yeah. There's definitely no lightsaber. <laughs> exactly. Good I'm Lord. not concerned about I, that. I want to see it at like at like uh, uh, where did Lincoln die? Uh, four Jeez. <laughs> The the what, Ford what the Ford Theater yeah, yeah. It, you know if any place is going to be respectful of uh, of things as a hollowed ground let's let's go see a movie there. I saw a play there when I was in DC. It was it was pretty good, but uh, yeah, I, I it, it, it's like church for me these things and, and and it's like it's like when you turn a church into a coffee house. I've been to ones, but at the same time it's like it's church, okay. <laughs> This this Star Wars. If you if 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 it's on the beach, like when they have like Jaws on the beach or whatever, and you see it while you're floating in your little your little boats, right. that it's like that's supposed to be a party, right? The Hollywood Bowl, that's not a party. That's serious business. <laughs> I I do I, I can understand you on that. Yeah. Even though I don't quite uh, feel the same, I appreciate where you're coming from, <laughs> as always. Uh, Tim's gonna send me pictures of everyone respectfully applauding uh, <laughs> at the end, and, and I'm gonna just be like, "Yep, damn you, Tim." Where everybody damn stays. To, like when I saw the the Jurassic World one, that was also there, and like nobody leaves before it was done. Um, it didn't help that they had the Q and A afterward, but still, and and yeah, it was like great. Like the, you you had people applauding for like the beginning and the end, and like one moment when the T Rex showed up, kind of thing. But that was about it. Sounds like my kind of place. So um, before we go, though, I do have two quick things. I think I hope they're quick. uh, Things that I wanted us to do. And by us, I mean you two. Um, Okay. Make it fast. I'll go through it. It should be pretty quick. Uh, One of them is. uh, (laughs) I don't know what's happening. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, (laughs) Uh, I usually appreciate that. They're usually good. Yeah. What percent Chewbacca are you? So we're going to answer. There are a few questions. Uh, Well, how is this even fair? Jared's like a hundred percent, and I'm gonna be—I don't know—not a hundred. But I feel like you'll be pretty. So- I feel like you and I are pretty solid Wookiees. But look, in listen, reality, listen. this test might have a bias of some kind. I don't know what it would be. I reject whatever the results are on principle. <laughs> I hate standardized testing, but but, I'll, but I'm willing to take it. We have we I have hope, another one I after hope this. I beat so him now. why do we gotta take tests? Because it's a part of any accredited podcast. Um, all right. So, how do you prefer to travel? Is it walking, driving, flying, or running? 
Uh, do you have two? Do you have two uh, sets of answers? One for Jared, and one for me. I can. Are you about to, well, because I'm not going to agree with Jared. Well, I don't know. Are you? I, I can tell you right now. On this one, probably not. Jared, how do you prefer to travel? What are my options again? Oh boy, hold on. Uh, walking, driving, flying, or running. What was that first one? Walking. Walking. Wa- walking. Like like the famous show, The Walking Dead. Oh. Okay, walking. Uh, I preferred uh, driving. Okay. I think I'm gonna say I think I'm gonna say walking. Yep. All right. But like, yeah, but mine's like sounds like the king of walks, not Christopher walking, not the king of walls. All right. So, uh, how would you describe your fashion sense? Functional, oh. fancy, modern, fashion sense. Functional. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna agree with Mark on this one. Functional. All right. Uh, what's although you... although the last one I I do I understand, but <laughs> well, what's usually the first thing on your mind? My friends, food, always food. My safety, rest, and relaxation. I'm gonna say my friends, but although the food stuff's attempting as well. It's the answer's really all th- for the first all three, but yeah, Chewbacca's done all of them. That's also just true for me. I'm always thinking about my next meal, and I always like, and I care about my friends. So, all right, so Mark, I, for for me, it's actually my safety. Okay. Uh, responsible. If your friend is wrong about something, what do you do? Let it go, call them on it, talk behind their back, or correct them later. What was the, what was the third one? Speak behind their back. <laughs> I call them out on it. I feel like mine's probably the last one. Correct them <laughs> later. About it later. Well, I, I, I talk to him about it later. I probably don't correct them. Okay. Jared, Jared knows that I like to talk to him <laughs> when I don't get stuff. Um, that's true. Are you... I just, but I feel like that's true. Just that's how I prefer to deal with stuff. I, I don't. I do want to call people out, but I don't like to do it in, in, in the moment because I don't like to – what do you call it? I don't prefer confrontation. <laughs> <laughs> Um, are, are you a good sport when it comes to losing? Absolutely. Sometimes I get mad at myself. I've been known to pull people's arms out of their sockets. I'm actually a good sport when I lose. I think sometimes at the second one, sometimes it's accurate for me. <laughs> sometimes I'm not. Most of the time, I think I'm pretty good at it. Jared, pick, pick one. No, no. So I, he, he, it wasn't. He said. Wasn't B sometimes? Yeah. Or was the second one? Yeah, yeah, that one. All right, last one. If a friend needs help, what do you do? Get someone else. Nothing. I need to save myself. Maybe do something. Whatever I can to help. Whatever, Whatever I can, to, can help. to help. That's yeah. Mark and me. Both. To a T. Yep. All right. So you are both 75% Chewbacca. Yes. I think that's pretty – I'm satisfied with that because, like <laughs> I, like I said, I've always said I was raised by Wookiees. Like I'm a human. I can't help it. So I think that's pretty But good. see, here's okay. the thing. What, what's the right answer, though? So for the one where it's like, what do you think of first? Which one do you think of first? Was it food? What's the right answer? I mean, Tim, it it, it, it doesn't like display anything like that. Oh, because you, you know, because you know, in in Jedi, he thought of it. He thought of his stomach first, but then in other stuff, he clearly thinks about his friends first. So it's like, what's the right answer? Maybe that was a freebie to make sure he didn't get zero percent. I don't know, Tim. <laughs> Okay, I said there were two, though, so I'm trying to hurry us along here. Uh, the second one is, are you more, and this is good for you both to do, are you more Han or Lando? 
Ooh, that one's that one would be fun. I like that one. So, how would your friends describe you? Rough around the edges or undeniably smooth? Oh, jeez, I don't think either of those are right. <laughs> I'd say I'm more rough around the edges than undeniably smooth. Honestly, although both of those sound like beers. <laughs> Yeah, are these just all beer descriptions? I'm not going to be as good at that as Mike. I call shenanigans. He has a advantage. I'm not dead yet, by the way. Just in case anyone's keeping track. I'm glad you're not dead yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, that's the name of this episode is not dead yet. Um, <laughs> all right, yeah. Which one would you say, Jared? I guess rough around the edges. Neither of these feel right. but <laughs> One feels more right. writer. <laughs> it's definitely true. All right, do you prefer to work alone or with a crew? With a crew. Yeah, with a crew. Okay. Are you more of a lover or a fighter? Lover. No. Lover. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How much do you care about your appearance? A lot or a little? A little. You got to choose an answer, Jerry. A little. I I know you want to be like, well, I do care about my appearance, but overall. Is it a lot yeah, or is it no, a lot? No, no. Like, like my, my external value, it's all dependent on other other people. I I have no I have no value in it. <laughs> like, I don't care. I would be a monkey man if I could. As everybody knows, I'd be, I, I'd be as someone has described me, it's not my, my favorite is definitely uh, what's Kurt Russell in uh, what is it? Thing? Yeah. He's, yeah. He's, uh, he's uh, is it R- McCready. R- yeah, is it RJ? Is that it? McCready? What's his name? What are his initials? What are his initials? I don't know. I just always know him as McCready. And that's sad that I don't... I, but see, I don't know one of my kids' names either, so... <laughs> but no, no, that's okay. my favorite one. But, but I like uh, the other description I've heard oft lately for my long-bearded hair uh, look is the uh, is Robin Williams in Jumanji. I'll, I dig that one. That's, that's oh, there you go. All right, so um, how is your confidence? High or off the charts? Hi. Uh, it's probably off the chart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, who would you rather have as your co-pilot, a droid or a Wookiee? A Wookiee. A Wookiee. Sorry, I, I, no offense, I mean, L3. Can I like, we just, I like can we just say we already know where we're at, Tim? It's, it's clear that we're more Han Solo than Lando. Both of you. I'm thinking. How would you describe your closet? Functional <laughs> or fashionable? Functional. functional. Wait, did you both say functional? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, we, where would you rather unwind? A cantina or a casino? A cantina. Um. Uh, yeah, I guess the cantina. I don't like it. I don't like bars, but I don't. I don't even. I've never been. Well, to it, it's casino, it's so. like Jared. If if you go to Vegas, would you? Are you hanging out at the bar or are you hanging out at the table? I've never been to Vegas. <laughs> uh, well, there we go. So it's certainly yeah, not no, casino. No, that's why I said I guess it's got to be cantina. Just because I, I do go to the I go to the literal cantina here relatively frequently. So I went Saturday. <laughs> uh, what kind of car do you prefer? Shiny and new, or cool and classic? Cool and classic. Yeah, if I was gonna prefer a car, it'd be cool and classic. Okay, last one. How much can you be trusted? Sometimes or rarely? Well, sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> I'd say more than sometimes, but yeah. Yeah. We're both more trustworthy Han Solos. Shocking. You're both uh, Han. 
how much percentage. It, oh, it doesn't give percentage. It just says who are you uh, more, and it just says you're more. Oh well, yeah, we're uh, definitely more on solo. It says sure, you might be a bit rough, but deep down, you're really the good guy. Whether alone or with the crew, you have the confidence and street smarts to get out of any tough situation. With a good blaster at your side and a helpful Wookie, no challenge is too great for a scoundrel like you. Thanks, Tim. Oh, apparently there's one that says find out if you're more Ray or Kylo Ren, which we won't do tonight, but that's there. No. Apparently. And next week. I like that, that Mark and I are identical. <laughs> yep. All right. well, according next, to time, onli- next time we're doing you, Tim. According to online quizzes, Mark and I are the no. same. No, if we do me, it'll, it'll like break the quiz. Like We have no idea what's going on here. Well, I don't mind it. I just feel like they clearly have no nuance. Because Mark and I do have a lot in common, but I don't think we're identical. <laughs> but, but I'm going to find one that's going to blow Tim's mind. On the Wookiee percentages, I think we probably are. I think that that one, I think, is probably very accurate. <laughs> I trust I trust that one. We need All one right. to find out whether we're more uh, uh, space fascists or, <laughs> or Schnapp Wexley. <laughs> I can't even do um, it anymore. Maybe we should make one of our own and take uh, it here. Maybe. No, you, you, need to, you need to make a quiz. That's, yeah. that's, <laughs> are, are you? Are you more what? Are are you more into space? Space space fashions or snap one point? <laughs> All right. Do you, well, do you like to see worlds obliterated, or do you uh, have trouble fitting into a cockpit? Oh God! Which one, which one are you? <laughs> I think we know which way we'll go on that one. Do you Depending get off on? Uh, uh, do, you, do you get off on killing rebel scum, or do you greatly benefit from your high school best friend? <laughs> yes. There you go. All right. So that's something to look forward to, I guess. Um, but for now, I think we're good to go for this episode. So thank you for being on. And again, hopefully, Thanks, hopefully sometime we'll hear Andrew's voice again. I hope. Next week. I hear next week we have we have hope, but bed bugs are conspiring against her. Uh, yeah, she said she's documented it. If you follow her online, you've seen the escapades, and she got a full refund from the bed bugs places. So that's good. Yeah. So um. Yay, Andrea Boo Bed Bugs. That is the true name of the episode. Andrea what? Yay, Andrea Boo Bed Bugs. <laughs> Or bed bugs one, Andrea one. I think it's not dead yet, comma. <laughs> it sounds like the only person who fairly got beaten by the bed bugs was Blake. Oh man, that allergic reaction slash infection slash whatever, like holy crap! Because I saw the very first pictures where they just looked like an awful, awful rash or a range of bites, but then the second picture, it was like he looked like he, he like. Have been like mutated. It was like it looked Fantastic like he was like a, four thing. No, he looked like he was in a, thing. Yeah, he was in a freaking oh via the Co- Roger Corman one. No, the one like uh, before the thing mutated into Rocky. He was just like oh, where he looked like he's made of oatmeal. Yes, we had oatmeal Blake. You know, I was gonna say though, it, it looked like he was like it looked like bad special effects. Like he was uh, he was a mutant in a bad movie. Like like oh, he just got his mutant powers. Poor Blake. Yep, it's a uh, Shyamalan movie. Not great. Thank God he's better. Uh, thank goodness. He had, what he, is he, bed bug man? Wait. He got all the proportional powers of a bed bug. He, he hides out under and... people's mattresses and bites them. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we love you, Blake. <laughs> we know you're only gonna. We know you're only gonna attack 
those people who deserve it the most. That's what and the bed bug sense is. Can, it tells you what mattress is to hide under. Can you please be wearing the Ewok hat at the time? <laughs> That's his costume. That's great. All right. I'm leaving. Yeah, I think we're good now. We're really good. Um, right. Yeah, bye. Star Wars. We never even said our names. <laughs> <laughs>